0: Hi guys, it's Mark and um, I'm in this field of berries, it's the end of May, really sunny, it's a little bit windy so I apologise, I've got Blue the dog somewhere, he's run off down there chasing rabbits so I'm going to let him run around and have his fun. But I wanted to just, uh, kind of impromptu really, I just wanted to chat about a subject that's I think really, really important and really interesting to anyone, who, I think, who's on a spiritual journey. Um, yeah, so the the thing I wanted to discuss was the, the idea, or the practice really, of having God in your heart. Now as soon as you say God, I know a lot of you probably go, oh, hang on a sec, this is religious, let's back away from this subject, but let me let me stop you right there, because when I say God, we're talking about the state of enlightenment, what a lot of people call God-realization. What we're talking about is something that isn't, doesn't belong to any religion, doesn't belong to any ideas. You see, all, all religions are ideas of man. So if you take any spiritual teacher from history, for example, Jesus or Buddha, Jesus wasn't Christian, Buddha wasn't a Buddhist. They were spiritual teachers, and they were teaching about spirituality and ultimately spirituality is a pursuit of enlightenment and enlightenment is god realization it's realizing that there's just one thing everywhere that it is love and that you are part of it and ultimately you realize that you are it keeping it really simple so you can't say you're spiritual and at the same time say you don't believe in god but what i do get and and how i feel is that i'm spiritual i'm enlightened i'm god realized but I do not recognise anything from the religions of man in that realisation. In other words, God is much bigger than any idea, any persona that is imposed upon it by man. And and that, that's pretty much the consistent message from all spiritual um, teachers throughout the ages really, is that they're saying that you can realise that there is God and that you are God. So, bringing it back on track, talking about having God in your heart. Okay. So what does that actually mean? And what's the purpose? So keeping things really simple. A lot of these subjects are massively expanded on in the book that you can get for free on my website, which is Guidance for the Seeker of Truth. It's also available on Amazon if you want it, and printed copy. And there's lots of articles on my website, and loads of videos and, and free downloads and information. So I'm not going to try and cover all of that in this. Hey, there he goes. There's Blue the boy. But what I am going to say is, if you've already looked at all of that stuff, or if you already kind of have a good handle on these things, spirituality is taking your spirit to God. But your spirit is neutral. Your soul is the part of you that's in duality. And your soul isn't neutral. It's, it's, it's your super personality. It's your higher self, if you like. And so there's a soul journey, and there's a spiritual journey. And they're both... Really important. They're, they're two halves of the same thing, really. The spiritual journey to enlightenment is taking your spirit from duality back into unity. The soul journey is taking your dualistic nature and refining it, and refining it, and refining it until you become as as close to unity, as close to God as possible. And you can't have one really without the other. There are a lot of practices and groups that focus just on the spiritual journey and the energy side of meditation and stuff. But they don't focus on the soul development and the bringing the qualities of God, the unconditional love, compassion, and and respect for everything down into the soul. And so you end up with people that are very polarized in meditation. They're fantastic and they can make these big state changes and realize their true nature, but their personalities never keep up with that. And so they can't integrate these big states of consciousness with their personalities. And there's always a, a kind of a disharmony there between who they are in duality and what they realise themselves to be absolutely and and it creates a lot of tension and and a lot of problems in people so both sides of the journey matter and really the soul journey should be focused on as much as a spiritual journey and again in the next book that I've already written but yet to be published he's back for a drink of water and then he's going to run around and chase some more rabbits um, I really go into the kind of mechanics and and, and how it all works, how soul works, how spirit works, what the soul journey is in a lot more detail, how karma plays a part in all of that. That that book's um, not yet published, um, but it's called The The Way Back to Truth, and that will be published at some point in the future. But in the meantime, I just wanted to talk about this, so God in your heart, if the spiritual goal is to realise you are God, and that's way up here, okay? And the soul journey is you're down here and you're trying to work your way up. How do you, how do you fill in the middle, middle bit? So, God is actually something real. It's not a person sitting on a cloud, it doesn't have a beard, it doesn't sit there judging you or anything like that. But God is something real and that's what you become. That's the state of consciousness that existed before time, before creation itself, before duality. And still exists and will always exist. And that's what people truly become when they attain enlightenment but their personality doesn't become there and this is something you just have to experience yourself to kind of understand but those that are enlightened will understand to some extent what i'm talking about now that's way up here and the personality and the soul are down here but god does exist and god is the source of everything so creation and everything that's happening right now including you and in this field and this video and everything is in effect within god but god isn't tainted by it if that makes sense but when you put God in your heart, your heart centre is the neutral centre, it's the one that allows unconditional love to manifest within you. And unconditional love is the highest manifestation of of the principle, if you like, of unity within duality. So it's the closest thing to God. So the heart centre is the closest thing to God and also the heart, uh, sorry, the heart chakra is the closest thing to God. And the heart itself is where your soul resides when it's in you in life. So your soul is sitting as close to the closest thing to God that you can find. And putting God in your heart, because of the power of words, if you say, I put God in my heart, then literally, unity, which is God, manifests within your heart chakra. And it can do that because unconditional love is the manifestation of unity within duality. And again, I won't go too much into the details, but... This is a thing you don't need to understand. This is an experience. This is is about you finding out the truth from your experience. Not from books. There's no no spiritual gain from books. Even the books I've written, they they only point the way. They're the the map. They're not the territory, if if you understand that. So having the intention to say, I put God in my heart, or I let God in my heart, or I open my heart to God, finding your own words is massively powerful. Because you create, if you like, a little bit of unity or, or the, the, as close as you can get to unity within duality, within you. And that is a massive guiding principle. That is a massive um, beacon for the highest qualities and virtues of your soul. And it's real. And this is the thing. you know, Forget about religion and all of that stuff and other people's ideas. Just find these things out for yourself. So what, what you can do is you can just have the intention. You don't say it flippantly or just off the cuff you have to really mean it but really connect with your heart maybe start by saying you know i fill my heart with love or i fill my heart chakra with unconditional love and sit with your eyes closed and, and let that happen for a bit and then when you feel it or even if you don't feel it but just when you feel the urge then say okay i open my heart to god i let god in i welcome god into my heart i put god in massively powerful thing to do. And then here's something that's really kind of cool. So bringing God into your heart makes you aware of God. Okay. But God is this unity. It's this one thing everywhere. But it is, I can't even say it has consciousness because consciousness requires duality but, but it does exist. Now, there's, a th- there's something else you can do. So, since the whole of creation, that means you as well, exists within unity, so it's not separate from it, but it's not touched by it, if that makes sense. If you were to say, I bless you, or I bless you in the name of God to someone, what that actually is doing is it's, it's saying, I'm drawing you to the attention of unity. Because you're already in unity, we think this world around us is this big round ball of earth and rock flying through space billions of miles across, and, and it is, but actually from the state of enlightenment, and again this is something you have to experience for yourself, it's tiny, it's tiny, and it all exists within the mind, God, not some guy with a beard by the way, we're talking about something that is beyond beyond limits, beyond beyond measure, beyond time. Your mind just can't go there, right? Stop trying to we don't need to understand it, we don't need to explain it, we just need to be it and experience it, and that's what spiritual journey is all about. So the words I bless you are massively powerful. Anything that you bless, and you can bless a person, you can bless a car, you can bless a house, you can bless your dinner, you can bless your best you can bless your pet dog, these kinds of things, you know, bless water brings them to the attention of unity or God. So if you are blessed and you have God in your heart, then you have awareness of God or unity in you, and unity has awareness of you within it. And this is so powerful. And again, if you're sitting there thinking, this just sounds like a load of religious nonsense, that's fine. Look inside yourself and try and understand where that resistance comes from. Um, I've meditated for... Decades now, and I've been teaching for decades and i attained enlightenment quite a long time ago and I've, I've given people access to light and sound and guided them to enlightenment as well. And this stuff is real, it's only as real as you experience for yourself because other, if, if you're just going on someone else's words, you're missing the point. So the point of my words is not to convince you of anything, it's just to try and open the door a little bit and help you to make some of these realisations for yourself. So. I apologise if this has been a bit windy. Lou's finished his little running around, so he's going to lie down now. I'm going to go and grab a coffee. And, yeah, I just thought I'd leave you with those little insights. So let God into your heart. Find your own way of doing that. But do it from a place of sincerity, from stillness and with unconditional love, really, as the the, the orientation. And play around with the idea of being blessed. So anyone who blesses someone is blessed themselves and a, a blessing is a real thing. Anyone can be blessed by the way, but if someone's high on drugs or, you know, off their face drunk type thing, um, or in a very angry rage, these kinds of things, if you think about it because they close your consciousness down, then you can't be present. If you can't be present then God can't be present. So. If you are thinking of blessing someone, and by the way, you can put God in someone else's heart, it's perfectly, perfectly possible. Don't do it when they're drunk or high on drugs or in a really angry mood. Wait till they're kind of back in the world and um, they might notice, they might not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's, it's not your choice to force anything on them. It's their choice whether they accept something, whether they notice something. And ultimately it's, God. <laughs> it's God's choice whether he carries in someone's heart or, or accepts the blessing. But you know, the the truth of what I'm talking about is much greater than the words that I'm trying to use to describe it. And there's, you know, anyone that's studied some, say Tao Te Ching, you know, that which can be named is not the eternal thing. It Just basically means you've got to get past the words and you've got to get to the truth of things. So hopefully this points you in a direction that might be interesting. Helps you with your spiritual journey, helps you with your soul journey, importantly and just helps you in life and, and gives you something to explore. And some of the people I've already shared this with have had some really pretty profound experiences, but it didn't happen the first time. know, they, they had to sit with it and just trust, you know, and, and eventually suddenly they have these epiphanies, maybe in meditation, they go, I'm aware of God in my heart now. And these are people that aren't religious. You know, religion doesn't own God. Religion was created by men, you know, and the uh, least said about that, the better really. But I'll leave you on a positive note. I bless you. I put God in your heart and um, peace be with you. Lots of love. Bye.